You're listening to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM WGGTLP Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. If it's Thursday at 7, it's Cue the Mic. Welcome. Cue the Mic, Cue the Mic. Thank you for that, Sandy. This is Dr. Renee Norris-Jones, executive producer and co-host. I'm here with my co-host, and man, we've been having some technical issues tonight. It's all about the lights, camera, action. Oh, my God, what the heck happened? My pronouns are she, her, doctor, as my grandsons call me. Well, they call me Dr. Grandmother. Um, And sometimes I answer to do. And I'm here with Sandy Smith. Hello, everybody. This is Sandy Smith, uh, co-host here on Cue the Mic, uh, day job, editor of the Home and Real Estate section at Philadelphia Magazine, Freelance writer on the side, uh, Germantowner for uh, seven years as of this month. Um, my pronouns, in order to discourage people from sending me letters addressed to Dear Ms. Smith, are he, him, and his. And with us also is uh, Sharon Sherman. Hi. <laughs> I'm a guest again. <laughs> he, he threw me off. <laughs> um, I'm sharing. I'm here again. Uh, that's it. Yeah, and um, your pronouns are and Sharon um, is an ally. Are, are she, her. her. There you go. Yeah, I'm a she and a her. You she and a her. <laughs> there you go. Oh. I need to correct myself on something. I'm a German towner for eight years as of the first of this month. Anyway. A German towner? Resident of Germantown. Germantown. Oh, okay, Germantown. Mm-hmm. And we have Herman. Hey everybody. I'm Herman Epperson. Um I also was born and raised in Germantown. Lived there till 2013. Uh pronouns are his and her. I'm sorry, his and him. <laughs> um, and uh, I was in the Seventh Army National Guard for 11 years, from 06 to 2017, and I'm a full-time student at CCP, majoring in theater. And on occasion, I do armed security to pay the bills. There you go. Uh, so cue the mic. We, we forgot to mention this a couple of weeks now. It's been a couple of months now. But cue the mic can be heard on WXVU, man, that's a tongue twister, WXVU 89.1 Villanova's College Station, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Nice. Sandy, what do we have tonight? What do we have going on? Well, uh, let's see. What's on the agenda tonight? Uh, tonight's episode, uh, we start off with our weekly Why the Pronouns Matter segment. Uh, then we have some couple of hot topics in political cues and news. There were some uh, uh, some fireworks um, on the House floor last week, uh, followed by our cue the mic trans spotlight, uh, gay answers to straight questions, and newsworthy or not. And next week we'll be adding a new arts and culture segment to the show. Very nice. Unfortunately, I don't think there was much happening in queer history on this day, or at least nothing I found. <laughs> okay, so, but we're going to move right into pro- why pronouns matter. Now, 
I have our handy dandy style book that's put out by the Association of LGBTQ Journalists. And there's 14 pages in here. Yeah, 14, 14 pages. Um, so if you guys just want to choose a number between 1 to 14, I will choose one. 1 to 15. 1 to 15. I will choose one of the items that are in here. Seven. <laughs> Seven. All right. All right. right. Right in the mid. Right in the middle. Well, actually, in the middle, it is the Rapid Response Task Force. And I yeah. actually have a story about this because I talked to our friend, Tom, Tom Frey, Thomas Frey. He was on the other week. You guys remember good old Thomas? Um, yes, yeah. I remember. Thomas is also a plumber. And I had a plumbing emergency over the weekend. Um, and so he came out today and while he was here, giving me an estimate, I remember seeing something on Facebook um, within the last week or so. I'm not on social media all the time, but it was saying that how, you know, he does a lot of volunteer work with the homeless. And he was saying that the week that we had all the frigid air was like really freezing outside. There was, there were two homeless people um, in the area of the city. I forgot where he told me it's at, that were frozen, literally frozen to the ground. Really? Wow. Um, and one of them had wet themselves. So they were literally stuck to the bench. Um, and he called the paramedics because, you know, they're out there, you know, at that point, hypothermia sets in quick and they've been out there for a while, frozen to the bench. And one of the things that, so this person had been sexually assaulted. Um, they were on public transportation, thrown off public transportation. And now they were on a bench and they were frozen to the bench. So Thomas called the task force and he called an ambulance and he said he was surprised. He went over to him when they came and said, so the person that we're about to approach presents like a woman, identifies as, the, as a woman, but they are a trans individual. Uh. And he said that he was so impressed the way the task force was out, the task force was out there and how the ambulance people immediately jumped onto the pronouns. He said they relate to they and them, and they immediately knew. And in all of this, trying to get someone that's frozen to a bench, no matter what happened, they not one time did they stop using the correct pronouns. I just thought that that, that, that was a miracle. And while he's, while he's telling me this, I'm, I'm waiting for him to say, man, these guys were just jerks or whatever. No, he said they were just trained properly. On top of their game. Yeah, yeah. Do we know well, what? properly and doing it. Right. Do we know where these uh, first responders were from, like a private company or were they fire department? Um, I believe, you know what, I'm not even going to say. He, he's he's going to come on the show next week or probably next week because we're kind of backed up. But I asked them that the conversation was so long and then we went back to my plumbing emergency. But um, he does, he did know and he's trying to reach out to the people that came with the organization to give them kudos for making sure that happened. I nice. just thought that that was such a remarkable story of things that happen. And, you know, sometimes when... I talk about the show where I invite people on. I've had people say, well, you know, why are you talking about, not the homeless, but in this case, the homeless, or why are you talking about these other topics? I thought this was a gay show, but the problem is we're all human. 
You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And there's so mm-hmm. many things that, whether it's homelessness or hungry or money or jobs, relationships, divorces, I mean, all of these things affect everybody, all humans. It doesn't matter. Black, white, straight, gay, whatever. So exactly. that, you know, so that was just such a, a heart-wrenching story. I mean, just to be able to do that, I, I was just so moved by that. So that's our pronoun section. And I know for Miss Sherman, we talked about doing a longer yeah. segment on pronouns, but the guest we're going to have on next week um, is the staff and crew from the optical department that leases space in Walmart in South Philadelphia. I was in there a couple of weeks ago and they were so, my God, they were just so helpful, so fun and respectful. But um, we were talking, they were talking about the drag race, RuPaul. And turns out that the gentleman that was helping me for the company and the company leases space in there, he heads up their LGBT department and they do a whole thing inside the company on why pronouns matter to make sure that the staff and the rest of the you know company that's a nationwide company uses the proper pronouns. So I think that's going to be a really interesting piece. The other thing that I have for, we do a trans spotlight and I'm not sure how I wandered upon this Amazon page. You know how you go to Amazon for one thing and then things just kind of go wonky and you're, you're, you don't even know what you're shopping for anymore. (laughs) Somehow when I was in there, I came across this page and I found all of these books, the trans self-care workbook, how you and your gender identity, a clinician, a clinician's guide to gender identity and body image. Um, I am enough. The transgender trial, my gender workbook. And the one thing that I, that I found and Sharon, you can probably relate to this. There, there's a book out there that's been around since I was a teenager and it's called our body ourselves. I heard of that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's a book out there for women to understand their body because, you know, for decades and decades, decades, and probably still now, you know, all the sexism that goes on, but it just teaches women, women about their body more than kind of we were raised to do. So there's a book that's called, and I'm missing it here on this page, of course, but the book was called, um, the, our body ourselves, but it was similar to that. Um, and then it's another one that I'm just going to leave it. It's parenting, my parenting journey with a transgender child, a journey. So I was just really surprised to see, like, just with the wrong, I, I just, I don't even know how I got to this page. But, um, of course, it was like I threw them all in my shopping cart going, okay, you're not going to spend $400 on these books. Back it up. Like the, it, It's, it's kind of like the other 700 things that are in my shopping cart at Amazon. You know, you just keep building on it and building on it and building on it. Um, so I just thought that that was really interesting to see. But Amazon has a lot of, a lot of interesting things. Lots of interesting things. Sandy, we have the political news and cues, and you mentioned some things that were happening in the, um, in the world, kind of with Miss uh, Rachel Levine. Yes, uh, same thing, same day. Um, it just so happened that this past week. The House of Representatives passed the Equality Act, which is a long-sought bill that would uh, ensure dis- uh, federal protection from discrimination in employment, provision of housing, goods and service on the basis of sexual orientation. 
Um, and on that very same day, uh, our health secretary, Rachel, Dr. Rachel Levine, uh, who is President Biden's pick for assistant secretary of health, was getting grilled by the um, uh, House committee that is vetting her nomination. Uh, basically, Rand Paul, uh, you may have heard of him. He's the re Republican senator from Kentucky that's not Mitch McConnell, a uh, noted, liber noted libertarian, um, kind of got a little testy with her. Um, asked, asked to quote from the New York Times here. Uh, he opened his questioning with a tirade about, quote, genital mutilation. Right, right. And a demand to know whether the nominees supported gender reassignment surgery and hormone therapy for minors. Um, she, he asked her, you're willing to let a minor take things that prevent their puberty and you think you get that back? You give a woman testosterone enough that she grows a beard? You think right. she's going to go back looking like a woman when you stop the testosterone? Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Levine's response was, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field with robust research and standards of care, and indicated that she'd be happy to explain all this to him. Privately. Yes. Right? Remember, she was very classy about it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> to answer Privately him. About you, it. Yes, Privately? you wanted to have a nice conversation and not out in, the, you know, the way he addressed it right, was right, it, right. kind of embarrassing. You know what I mean? The, you know, trying to put her on the spot. I'm sorry, um, Sandy. That's um, okay. <laughs> but she was very classy the way she said we can have this discussion and he came back at her again mm -hmm. you're not trying to answer this question okay <laughs> I, I, I should I should have been watching C-SPAN rather than Game Show Network that day <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you know uh, there, there are some, there's some, you know, like people butthurt uh, over on the right about, uh, you know, uh, the the whole push for transgender equality. I forgot to mention that the Equality Act would also ban discrimination based on gender identity. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, somebody else who got triggered uh, over the subject was. Um, um, Mar oh, yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, okay. Mm -hmm. the, the congresswoman from QAnon. Um, she, she, across the hall from her, um, Representative, um, Mar uh, excuse me, Maureen Newman from Illinois uh, posted a uh, photo of her putting up a transgender pride flag. Uh, outside or a video of her putting up a transgender pride flag outside her office on Capitol Hill uh, so that Ms. Green would have to, quote, look at it every time she opens the door. Ms. Green, and you may have seen this on TV, put up a poster next to her door reading, there are two genders, male and female. Respect the science. Um, wow. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> now, wow. uh, we, we have to correct her usage here. 
There are two sets of sex organs, male and female. And female, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sex is not gender, as we have all come to learn. Um, you know, well, grammar- not, not all of us. Well, gr- grammarians tend to get bent about this because gender. It used to be the only thing that had gender was words. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> You know, but now we speak of people having gender, and there's obviously a, you know, a a psychological as well as a physiological aspect to you know one's uh, sexuality and what uh, you know whether or not they consider themselves male, female, or something in between. Um, this is you know, as this is evidence, it's. Still something people are wrapping their brains around. Um, and as such, you know, there's still lots of education to do, put bluntly. Um, and, well, I, I, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chuck Schumer, of course, came down on them both. Um their attacks on trans people and the transgender community are just mean, mean, and show a complete lack of understanding, a complete lack of empathy. Their despicable comments just make my blood boil with anger. If I didn't have a mask, you could see my teeth gritting. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. I should, I should, I should advise you that actually, um, Doctor Levine and I were one year apart. Uh, in college, um, okay. she had not transitioned at the time. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? Well, and I, I read. I was just reading something. She is the first trans person in government in the country. Oh, she would. Uh, I, I, she would be the first transgender individual. Appointed to a cabinet post or a yes. uh, you know. mm-hmm. yes, I I just saw something recently. I literally just had something on my screen a minute ago mm-hmm. about um yeah, here it is. It's coming up here. Um Wow, she has some resume too. Yeah. Yes, that she she would be the first openly transgender federal official to be confirmed by the Senate. Right. Wow. And of course, here she was the first openly transgender individual to serve in a state cabinet level position. Yes. Wow. She was born in my year, fifty-seven. Yep. Wow. Wow. It's it's just amazing, amazing. How much she has done and to be living her life out loud, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, still in the there's two other small things in the <clears throat> happening in the political world. With um, this is kind of a couple, maybe a week or so old, but it's still worth mentioning. Ted Cruz <laughs> yes. um, snuck off to a Cancun vacation while Texas froze. Um, in the dark. Hello. 
No, he got caught. <laughs> he was trying to get away. Yeah. Um, he got caught in the airport. Has he resigned or anything since then? Can tell no. I don't keep up with stuff. No. No. Uh, he, he even tried to make light of it at uh, the uh, Conservative Political Action Conference this weekend. Oh, Jesus. He said uh, that he was just going down there to take his daughters? Yeah, but yeah, basically it was sort of like my kids made me do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. all right. All right, okay, that's what we're dealing with. Okay, I got you, I got you. Um, well, this is my favorite recording. <clears throat> I've actually made a clip of it, but now I can't find the clip. So the Biden's first spokesperson, Jen Psaki. Um, secretary, yes. Yes. Um, so this happened the other week and 226. So it was like a week or so ago. And I'm going to see whether I can play it um, here. But if not, I have a backup on my computer. This was just the best piece of audio. So um, I'm going to set this up a little bit. So the this was the White House briefing from... Uh, that was done shortly after Biden was, you know, he had, he, you know, he, he took office. So a reporter said, the reporter asked for clarification on what that means. And let's see if I can play that here. Let's see. So is there any kind of messaging for clarification the White House wants to give on the executive order? I would just say that the president's belief is that uh, trans rights are human rights, and that's why he signed that executive order. What's I mean, it's like it it just it just she said the president just thinks that trans rights are human rights. That's why he served the order. <laughs> I mean, I, I just kept playing this. No, I I love I literally did a clip that was just like, so what does he mean by this? And she's like, trans rights are human rights. But, you know, is any kind of messaging behind this? Like, why did he sign this order? Um, yeah. Well, are we referring to the order in which he uh, lifted uh, the former president's ban on transgender individuals serving in the military? Um, oh. No, this is for, um, hold on one second. I'm sorry, now I have, I have this. Um, Biden's pro-LGBTQ executive order is the most popular for the new polling. Oh, that's just a, a brief there. Um, Jen Psaki uh, says she shuts down Fox News transphobic question with trans rights or human rights. Um, and then it says mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was, just, I, he, he did an executive order that, um, and I'm trying to find it here, I'm sorry. He signed it on the first day in office. I'm on my computer and it's showing me every kind of ad possible that I'm not trying to I see. Think that was the one with the uh, transgender ban in the military. Really? Huh. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, he signs a sweeping executive order fighting anti-LGBTQ discrimination. All persons shall receive equal treatment under the law, no matter their identity, their gender identity, or sexual orientation. Yeah. 
That was on the 21st of January. Uh-huh. Um, so um, that's, well, what does that mean? Like, um, do, you know, what do you think she, he was thinking? And what does he mean by that? And she's just like, trans rights are human rights. Hello? Don't make me play it again. Um, it, it just, and the local, you have to look, you have to look up Jen Psaki. It's, it's a... P-S-A-K-I. You have to look at her face. She just looks so, like, really? This is what you're asking me? Yes. All people of all colors, they're all human. She just looked like, I'm so over this question. Um, but she just shut it right down. Trans rights are human, are human rights. Wait a minute. I think I may have a video of this off of the Independent. Yes, it was. It hit everywhere. It was so amazing, and it was just like trans, right? What do you think he meant by that? Well, oh, shall, shall shall I attempt to play it? Yes, please. I I can always hear it again. I have a message for local school officials on dealing with these kind of disputes that are already starting to arise between uh, you know trans girls who are competing and cis girls and a level playing field, it's particularly in high school sports when it leads to college scholarships. Is there any kind of messaging or clarification that the White House wants to give on the executive order? I would just say that the president's belief is that uh, trans rights are human rights, and that's why he signed that executive order. The president's belief is that uh, trans rights are human rights. Trans rights are human rights. Trans rights are human rights. The president's belief is that uh, trans rights are human rights, and that's why he signed that executive order. Trans rights are human rights. Trans rights are human rights. <laughs> She's like, is, is there any kind of messaging? Is there messaging there? Straightforward. I, 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 I am just, every time it plays, I'm just tickled, tickled beyond belief, tickled beyond belief. The president's belief is that uh, trans rights are human rights. Trans rights are human rights. Trans rights are human rights. So is there any kind of messaging or clarification that the White House wants to give on the executive order? Trans rights are human rights. 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 I'm going to have to make a whole mixtape for that. So I do have a question for you guys. And I know we've talked about this off, off the screen, but what are you guys doing with the vaccination? Getting it, we're not getting it. What's going on? All right, got it. And it, it's no reason for me not to not get it. All of my friends who are uh, medical uh, professionals are required to get it. People want things to open up back, back again, like get it. Right. So this is your this is your second day after the first shot, correct? Yeah, I got it yesterday. Um, <laughs> The uh, Black Consortium of Doctors were holding another event at the Lyricourse Center um, down at Temple. Um, and they are, they're still holding them throughout the week. Uh, it's, it's a first come, first serve, but based on zip code of the hardest hit areas. And you can go on their website and um, find out if your zip code qualifies. Um, but most of them do. Um, so yeah, I showed up and uh, I got a, I got my shot. One of yeah, two. I'll be back in thirty days for a second. Ah, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought what that was a second. 
No, that was my first. Ah. Which was surprising because I've only heard about people having reactions after the, no. I had a couple people say after the first one, like their arm kind of went numb. They're minor, they're minor reactions as far as I know, as, at least as it was explained to me. And I just been sluggish, um, uh, tired. My arm is uh, a little sore, but that's, uh, that's really nothing. Um, it's the second shot, particularly with the Moderna version of it that I understand that tends to knock people out for 48 hours or flu-like symptoms. But if you're feeling the symptoms, it means the vaccine is likely working. Well, I, I, I'm looking forward to um, a week from Thursday then with uh, both hope and some trepidation uh, because I got my first Moderna shot on mm -hmm. February 8th. Not okay. a thing happened. I felt no soreness, no pain, no symptoms. But nice. you know, it, it, it sounds as if you're not the first person who said that. The second one makes you a little sick, which is proof it's working. Yes. So, you know, uh, I guess I may be taking a sick day on Friday the 12th. <laughs> so my question about the shots, the vaccine. What about for someone that's really don't like needles um, and really afraid <laughs> to get the shot? You can be more afraid of getting COVID then. Um, it's a needle. No. You, get, you get over it. It's, I mean, it, I, it, the, the needle to use, is, um, it looked like it was the smallest possible one. It was about an inch long. I didn't even feel it go in um, when the nurse uh, took my arm. And when it was over, I was still sitting there like, oh, you're done? She's like, yeah, I, it, it already went in. Um, I mean, honestly, I hate needles, but I also have full tattoo sleeves. So it's like, why do I do this to myself? But it's, it's, literally, it's literally two seconds of... A sensation and then you're done i would rather go through the pain of uh taking an injection than having um covid and then possibly having permanent damage over covid um so i i, I mean kind of harsh but i'm like just just get the need just get the get the injection if you can get it i no, guess i'm just like him i'm sorry yeah I, i'm just you know one of them i go you know I'm 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 honest. I'm like a really big baby where I turn my head and I can't look. So to stand in well, line, same thing with me, that, huh? No, they were I, supposed I, to be same thing with the um. With that, look the other way. Yeah, I right. mean, I was this looking the other way me. too. Like you should have seen right. me when I'm getting tattoos. I'm like looking the other way. I'm shaking. I'm crying. But like, it's more thing for me. My mindset was there's bigger things at play, and then my temporary pain. I, I, understand, I, I understand, but like you was like when I the church around the corner, they have long lines. Deliverance had a long line. Mm -hmm. um, Lyric course, we were going down Broad Street, had a long line. My my phobia mm -hmm. is knowing that what I'm standing in line for. So I actually had to call uh, my primary doctor to see if I can go in their office and get it done right. And it's not. Um, available to them like that now. No. So, um, go ahead. 
No, I was just saying that's that's pretty much what I was waiting for. I really have a, a really bad phobia of needles. So I mean, to see the line, I, I, I don't, I know, I know, but you know, the COVID instead of this, my husband had to have it done because he's in the medical field right? and he's going Thursday for his second shot. And um, even when he used to come in, I used to make him shoes, clothes, everything at the door. Um, so I, I get that part, but I was just speaking for those that want to have the shot, but need to be in a smaller setting. What, uh, you know. So it, 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 is, it just, is it just the needles or is it also the, the needles combined with the fact that you're going to be one of hundreds of people getting them at the same time? Right. One hundreds of people like standing in line and it's open from what I've seen on TV. They sit now all in these chairs and you see all these nurses and, um, you know, mm. with needles, you know what I mean? So. So what's the phobia? The phobia is of, of the needles and seeing it, it happening where I could be in a private room by myself and turn my head and, and it's done. That's how they used to take my blood. And so when I called to have it done. Um, no, it's not available in um, private uh, office right, right now. Yeah, you know, uh, it's coming though. It's so coming. is your phobia oh, that you best. want to do it in the sake of your own privacy than out out with amongst other people? Is that your phobia? N needles seeing it, ha seeing other people having it done. I mean, when I was there, um, well, that well, this is why I'm asking. Do you want that privacy? So, like, if you no matter which way you turn your head, you can um you don't have to see someone else getting it. Is that is that it? I'm I'm thinking Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. I don't want to I don't want to be standing in line and knowing, you know, the way I've seen it on television is how yeah. they have it. It's like they might have like 50 people in one big room. Yeah, you know, so they're not I'm about to say this brings up some health equity issues too. Right. Um, right. You know. Because I know that there are lots of people who had to put themselves on a list, you know, to get this and wait for some notice. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't do a single thing. And I get, you know, uh, I have like health insurance through my employer, you know, right. like about 60% of the country. And I've had a doctor uh, at Penn Medicine ever since I worked at Penn. Right. So I had a long relationship. And... Penn Medicine is, you know, probably the class act of uh, healthcare in the region, although people at Jefferson will probably beg to differ. Um, but I one day I get an email out of the blue uh, from Penn Medicine saying, you're eligible to get a shot. When do you want to set up your appointment? Nice. And so, so I went online. I chose a date. They were doing it over at uh, Penn Presbyterian Hospital. Uh, yes, there were lines. However, the shots themselves weren't administered in a big open room. They okay. They took you into a smaller room. There was like one person in the room, maybe two. And the doctor would just, you know, jab you right there and then. Mm -hmm. And then you went back out into the lobby area to be monitored for 15 minutes by the people who checked you in and out. Right. But you were, you are an employee of Penn, right? I was. 
That's okay, because like I said, he my husband is an employee of Nazareth, so they took their employers first, nurses, doctors. Right. Did no, theirs. I'm no longer an employee of the University of Pennsylvania, and I didn't work uh -huh. in the medical section when I did. I've kept my pen doctors wherever okay. I've gone to work since. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I did call, and I'm just waiting for the um, <laughs> availability, but I was trying to hear when he said he went to the Lear course if it was open. And um, the way it was I'm set sorry. up was, uh, um, the way it was set up, there, was, there is a line. Um, and then right there, normally when you buy the tickets, right, um, right, they have the station set up, and everybody is socially distanced. Though you're, it's like a waiting area. Um, so that is um, where everybody sits, and then you get explained a briefing on um, what you're getting, uh, what to expect, and so and so forth. Um, after that, you go over to a table. And there's one nurse, and she records your personal information. And there's another nurse, and they do the actual injection. You can probably ask to be taken to a private room somewhere to to get it done in, ca if, in case you don't want to get it in front of everybody else. Um, yeah, they want to get down there and fake in front of. Them. I mean, but I mean, the, I mean, they have they have a ton of medical um, of EMS and security present. Okay. So, okay. um, and that's another thing. If you have anyone who's 75 and older, if you talk to a security guard or an EMS uh, worker, they go to a separate line. Okay. And I think they get front loaded. Um, cause I've seen a, a lot of people, um, bringing an elderly, uh, jump to a separate line and, um, get out before everybody else. Okay. Um, I waited about two and a half hours, I think out there to get my shot and Really, the line would probably be a lot smaller than you think it is because every they're trying to separate, you know, six feet between each person. Um, uh, but as far as getting the shot out in the open, I mean, that I mean, that's you. I'm not trying to be facetious, but I mean, you could close your eyes. Um, trust me. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, if you have a phobia of needles, it's. Uh, there's nothing I can say that's going to help you get over your phobia needles. I'm not fond of them either. Um, but like I said, it's my, my will to get, get it done just overrid my fear. Um, but on the other hand, I can tell you that the needle was pretty painless and it was over before I, it was over before I even knew it started. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I did wait for 15 minutes afterwards. Um, my arm is a little sore at the injection site. That's all, but um, okay. I would say ask if ask if you can um, if the nurse can take you aside somewhere so you can get it in private um, <laughs> in case you want to get in front of everybody. Yeah, you know what, and and, and and I could see them saying, you know what, sometimes I faint, I don't do good with needles, and I'm sure at that point they're just trying to get people in out, and if they know that, you know what I'm saying, it probably doesn't take much to have them take that step. I yeah. do have to say that I was with Hanneman before they became Tower Health, and I got a message in my quarter on the 21st, which was about uh, 10 days ago, saying that Jefferson Health is now collecting pre-registration information for the vaccination. Please do the little, it was like a five-question questionnaire. So I got that from my doctor's office. Um, 
um, like I said, about, you know, 10 days ago saying that they are starting to get people, pre-register people to get it out. And then there was a headline today saying something about Biden saying, don't quote me, I thought he said something about the whole country being vaccinated by May or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that seems like a, a tall order, but, you know, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, Sandy, how are we doing with time, sir? I'm sorry, go I'm ahead. Sorry. What state was that that they opened up today? That Texas? Is it was it Texas? Yeah, you heard that? I man <laughs> 40 minutes. Yep. It's it women. It was was the they opened was it Texas that said they're not wearing masks anymore? Yeah, it was, that's specifically what's going on is Texas uh made a mandate that you masks are not mandatory. Well, right. Texas thinks they're their own country. They really do think they're their own country. Well, um, they can go ahead and do that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I saw that. I'm just like, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, Imagine still believing that in 2021. Well, we kind of started the year with the current, the past, the ex-president. Uh, yeah. Who wouldn't wear a mask forever? So it's like, yeah, we're kind of going backwards, going backwards. Um, so I do have, I have, I am so excited about. Um, I have some great news, worthy or not, absolutely awesome. By the way, uh, don't we have a trans spotlight, or do we? Or was yeah, we, did. we did the trans spotlight on the um oh, all right, all me. that were available on Amazon. Like it was just so many things out there. <laughs> <laughs> that was I did that and then we talked about Tom Frey. Ah okay. Yes. Yes. So but I think it's probably about time for yes. Yes. you. Um all right, I had something. I had something. Um, I'm just looking to see which one I'm going to do. Um, all right, here we go. You ready? Mm. Mm. The answers to straight questions. Yep, yep, yep. I'm reading it, and, and I'm trying to get past the grammar. Um, is it wrong? Is it wrong to you? 4A, and that's all one word, for a trans female to turn around, get pregnant, have a baby, then still live as a male. Isn't that confusing to the children? I think the sentence was confusing, but should I repeat it? I, I mean, uh, I got it. I'm ready with my answer. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we have a trans man who still has the uterus etc. Right. Gives birth to a baby and uh you know continues living as he had been. Yeah. Okay. I've known people who've done that. And the solution is you just explain it to your freaking kids. It's not hard. Right. Kids are way smarter than we get give them credit for, especially the new generation of kids. Oh yeah. They I think, it, and I think that's because of, um, partially because of technology. Um, kids yeah. are reading and speaking like adults. When I was 11, I don't even know if I was even speaking words, but it was like, 
they're very smart. So you explain for a child what's going on from the get-go, they're going to get it. They'll probably be better at it than you will be, honestly. Yeah, like, this is true. When you, 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 like, we go back to the conversation about gender versus sex. Yes. We can get it. Explain that to a child early on and then have them grow up with that. It's going to be normal for them by the time they're our age. I don't right. see what the problem is. Right. Of course there could be confusion. But what happens when we're confused? We learn. And then we're not confused about the thing anymore. Right? Yep. 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 Straight people be out of, out of pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight people be out of pocket. It's hilarious. Um, um, well, I have some newsworthy or not. That are just going to just curl your toes. Only thing, last thing that curled my toes was my mama's sweet potato pie. Oh, adorable! Are you ready? Okay. Mr. Potato Head brand goes gender neutral. What? Sort of. Two snaps up. Um, you know, listen. <laughs> So, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head were the original gender benders to begin with. You know. I, right? <laughs> right? Like, do you... Are, it's always Mr. It's a potato. <laughs> second of all... <laughs> second of all, if you watched any child play with it, they would end up switching out the parts anyway. So... <laughs> The fact that they had to make a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head was kind of irrelevant. Well, it's because not, it's, of it's the way family. you play. Hmm? It's a create your own potato head family. Oh, that's new. With two potato parents and a, and a baby pe and a potato baby. Huh. So um my second my oh. response to that is they're just getting to that in 2021. I figured that would have been out already. Well, here's the thing. So now, instead of just buying one, you're buying three, so you're spending more money. Oh, well, I mean... Good marketing. <laughs> I'm surprised well, that they just got around to marketing it like that, but I mean... Different generation. They know how to market. It's <laughs> an item in itself, and that's probably more molasses round than lightning round, but, uh, you know... <laughs> We have thoughts and feelings about our vegetables. Yes, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, but this is something that company. they would never deal with on Veggie Tales. Hasbro <laughs> calls it Mr. and Mrs. So, what are they missing here, people? What are they missing? Pronouns. Yes, now they're missing them and they. Mm. <laughs> Well, since, imagine. They're, since they're dropping the gender prefixes and just calling it potato head. <laughs> it is everywhere. It still says Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> ah. Mr. and Mrs. Mr. I'm, I'm surprised someone hasn't come at and hit that yet. Well, well, I guess the thing is we have yet to figure out an honorific, you know, uh, basically when somebody, when somebody transitions, they adopt the honorific of the gender they now identify. They now identify with, oh, right? this from Mister to Ms. or Ms. to Mister, um, and I guess the same world here. You know, 
uh, MX doesn't catch on. We haven't come up with a uh, with a suitable honorific for a gender non-binary person yet. Um, I hmm. mean, wonder what MX Potato Head would look like. Oh, that sounds okay. like a, that sounds like an EDM band. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Say that again. I said that sounds like an EDM band, but I was gonna say that uh, the uh, despite everything, the that potato head toy could be a really good um, method to teach kids about pronouns on the flip side. And, and it says here, I read it wrong, they dropped the mister from the name. Oh. And But the editor-in-chief of the Toy Review um, Insider says, it's a potato. <laughs> it, I mean, right, you know. It, it is. <laughs> but glad, glad, um, G-L-A-A-D applauded the, gen the genderless toy potato. Oh my goodness, this is a potato. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, see. I, what yeah. we got for the lightning round newsworthy or not? I've got one interesting one. Okay. Robert Joseph Halleck of Chattanooga, Tennessee was arrested February 11th and charged with perjury, forgery, and identity theft after applying for a handgun permit using former President Barack Obama's name for <laughs> court documents. Why are people stupid? <laughs> I didn't hear that one. You got it. <laughs> he didn't say president, did he? Uh, well, the arrest, he report, the arrest report also said his application included a letter with a United States of America seal and the U.S. Uh, the state letterhead, along with a fifty-dollar check. Oh. He did. <laughs> oh, okay. Was it supposed to be a prank that just got out of hand, or? Well, <laughs> according to this item from News of the Weird, uh, Malik had been denied a handgun permit in November under his own name due to oh. an active warrant for his arrest in Michigan. Th well, what's his name? Robert <laughs> Joseph Malik. You know, I got. I... Mark it down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you want a gun shop in this area? Pay attention. <laughs> when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Mm. Okay. I have one. I have, I have three. I'm saving the best for last. It's more audio. So one of them, General Motors, announced that it would phase out all gas and diesel powered vehicles and start exclusively selling electrical vehicles only by 2035. Uh, the entire auto industry is heading in that direction. That's also two snaps yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them try. Lighter than California, yeah. This one you're going to love. You ready? 18 days until spring. I've been counting since you put the 30-day up. <laughs> I hate to put a damper on this uh no. uh hate it. So we've had we've had doozies of snowstorms in March. And we've even had snow in April. This is but been... just knowing that it's coming, it gets me through. <laughs> it does feel uh, like the the seasons have been pushed like a month over the last like five years. 
maybe because of climate change. But I noticed that things are warmer when it wasn't warmer, like in the 90s. And then we'll get snow. I think the latest I've seen snow here was like April. Yeah, it snowed on our in Dornoway in 96. <laughs> that was I remember that. <laughs> that was in May. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I still remember the 33-incher we got in 93. Oh, yeah, that that was yeah. how Yeah, that's the day I left my car up in Willow Grove. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My daughter's birthday's in January. Yes, yes. I'm All right. Are you ready that for was the a season storm. That one hit in March. Mm-hmm. But we're not going right. to get into this now. Now, 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 now that I've, you know, kind of like chilled your spirits again, what's your next item? You ready? Yep. <laughs> it's musical. All right? You listening? Oh, oh, my goodness. What is it? She loves her musical. Press play. <laughs> this is Blues Clues. Who? Blues Clues? Blues. What about Blues Clues? You know Blues Clues, though, right? They have a new alphabet song. You ready? Uh oh, let's go. Uh, I don't hear it. You hear it? Don't, I don't hear anything. If you're on a Bluetooth, it's probably playing in your Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't hear Blue's Clues? If you're no. Blue, no. Like if in your headphones, it's not playing on your speaker. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a backup. I have a backup. Mm-hmm. I have a backup. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who wants to sing a song with you? Get ready and get set. To sing a song about all 26 letters of the alphabet. Let's sing the alphabet, bet, bet. The alphabet, bet, bet. The alphabet, bet, bet. The alphabet, bet, bet. That's right. A is amazing. B is so brave. C is so comforting. And D like. Can you guys hear that? It's getting yeah. exciting. All right. I'm, I'm going to speed up a little bit. Huh? It was the alphabets, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But, but, but we've got gets... a word for each letter of the alphabet. This yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. Now I got But there's more coming. There's more coming. Grandkids. Okay, you ready? Ready. Fast forward it. 
what am, what are we what are we listening for? What? Did you hear that? No. I'm trying to hear what what would he what you say? What? P is for pride. Oh. Oh. Uh, we had to get all the way to P. Okay. <laughs> it says P is full of pride. Oh, nice. Uh, and the, the letter is surrounded by various the, LGBTQ pride flags, yeah. including trans, asexual, pansexual, bisexual, lesbian, intersex, gender fluid, and non-binary non pride flags. I saw, I, oh. I saw that come up. That's cool. It, isn't that cool? It's, it's literally like the, it, it just, it says P is full of pride. It just pops out at you. <laughs> well, okay, that one's in all. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys would love that one. I knew that you would. You guys were all kind of just, I, I saw you. I'm telling everyone, you guys were like bopping your heads along. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was a cute little song, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, Always thank you. Well, I, I, I had to fast forward because it's a three and a half minute song. Yep. And we have about a minute and a half left to go. Uh, so at this point, we should probably say our goodbyes to everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> our goodbyes. And Herman's going to tell us. Tell. <clears throat> oh, if you're looking for us, we are everywhere. iTunes, Podomatic, Google Play Store, TuneIn, Spotify. And you can ask Alexa about us, too, on Amazon. And don't forget, if you still want to hear us on the air, and you aren't tuning in on Thursdays at 7 on Germantown Community Radio, you can catch us on WXVU, Villanova Community Radio, 89.1 FM, Saturdays at 2. The way I can remember those call letters is they are just two off from the city's country music station, WXTU. Yeah, it was. I was like, W, I was reading it going WXVU yes. at Villanova. Um, and we hope to get them on the show soon, you know, the LGBTQ community. Um, mm -hmm. I want to say thank you to Dr. Simone, who helps me in the background with all kinds of stuff. Um, she's always there, you know, going, What do you need, Doc? What do you need? Um, so I want to say thank you to her. And if you want to hear the rest of the Blues Clues song, and I know you do, oh. go to. Go to our social media pages. It's there. Okay. Okay. Now, um, and, and, and even though they're acting or whatever, I know they're going to be listening to it. So I think we should go out with the rest of the song. You have been listening to Cue the Mic on Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP, Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. See you all next week. So is there any kind of messaging for clarification that the White House wants to give on the executive order? I would just say that the president's belief is that uh, trans rights are human rights, and that's why he signed that executive order. Trans rights are human rights. 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 Trans rights are human rights.